welcome to a toast to rom-com. I'm Marie. I'm Allison. I'm James. Which means we're doing <gasps> things like time? a man too. My favorite film franchise besides Fast and Furious. <laughs> I gotta say, and, and maybe I, I'm already starting off with a question, guys. I already got one. I love why it. Is it spelled, why is it spelled T-O-O and not T-W-O? I have no idea. I don't know. I guess they, they did want to think like a man again when they were... I think it was the men returning to their old ways. They wanted to think like a man again no that's faulty logic i think they even (laughs) said that one of them said like you gotta think like a man i think it should have been vegas think like a man again i don't know i was just think again like a man (laughs) (laughs) so guys what'd you think Oh, I was welcoming the listeners. Yeah, we, I don't care. We've Welcome the listeners. To do. All right. Uh, I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. I thought it was similar quality as the first one. James? Yeah, I think it's not quite as charming as the first one, but I really enjoyed it still, and I liked all of the characters just as much as the first time. I also liked it. Could you follow this one better than the first one? <laughs> I actually could. Yes, thank you for asking. I don't know what was happening. And I told Allison before, I even had like an hour and 15 minute break, a pause in there because the 4th of July fireworks woke up my daughter. So we were Yikes. awake for like an hour and a half. Yikes. That. That's no yep. good. Fireworks, not good for dogs, cats, animals, and babies slash toddlers. So what can you do? Yeah, really Anywho. nothing. Just uh, bear down. Yep. That was good, though. She went back to bed, and then Bernard went and got McDonald's. Ooh, You nice. texted me. You snapped me that picture of you guys waiting at Sheets, and Bernard had been out getting McDonald's. We weren't waiting at Sheets. We were in some random parking lot to pull off to order on the mobile app so it would be ready by the time we got to Sheets. Yeah, I pulled off into like this uh, like parking lot in like some business complex and I was like people probably think we're fucking, but we're just trying to get Sheets. <laughs> Romance isn't dead, guys. It just lives at Sheets. I think that's very forward thinking though. You know, you're planning for the future. Yeah. Ordering first. Uh, let's go over the cast. It's basically a refresher with a couple of new additions. All right. Mm -hmm. So think like a man Two came out in 2014, uh, directed by Tim story and written by Keith Merriman and David a Newman, which I think Keith Merriman is the same. And Tim story is the same, but I'm not sure. And I'm too lazy to check. So (laughs) off to the cast. So we got um, Kevin Hart returning as Cedric, Gabrielle Union as Kristen. Um, Gabriel Union. <laughs> That's our favorite. Michael Ely, our true favorite, as Ooh, Dominic. Baby. Jerry Ferrara as Jeremy. Megan Good as Maya. 
who liked our latest Instagram um, on Think Like a Man. Uno. One. <laughs> the first. <laughs> the first. And that was pretty exciting. Felt pretty cool. Uh, Regina Hall as Candace. Taraji P. Henson as Lauren. Terrence Jenkins as Michael. And Jennifer Lewis as Loretta. Romani Malco as Zeke. Gary Owen as Bennett. And guys, we got a couple of new ones to introduce. So bear with me. David Walton as Terrell. The, <laughs> o- the only white man named Terrell. <laughs> Is that okay to say they said it in the movie? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Adam Brody. I saw his name in the credits and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, but yeah. he's Isaac. Uh, and we got the Allstate man, Dennis Haysbert. Oh, that's not the Allstate man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. No, Allstate. he's the Allstate man, but that's not what he should be known as. Yes, he should be. I don't care what you're about to say. Come on. You like baseball, Major League? He's in Major League? Yes. Who? He's. He's if you like, say Serrano, if you're gonna say Serrano, yeah, he's Serrano. No way. There's no way. That's not a what. I didn't, I didn't believe it either because our brother always used to said it. But it is Serrano. You can check it out. No way. Click on his name. It's Serrano. Yep. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. What? I told you. What? Yeah, just blew your mind. That right was there. it's so unbelievable. I thought we we're gonna have to edit it out because you mistook him for another black man. <laughs> <laughs> that's how uh, how that's how uh, sure I was that you were incorrect. I'm looking at a picture of him and like I cannot see the resemblance. I know, I know. Okay, but we got one final new character to introduce. My main girl, Beverly Goldberg herself. Yes, Wendy, Wendy McClendon Covey. Fucking love Wait, her. You forgot our new girlfriend too that came along. What? There was another one. Her name's her real name's Lala Anthony. Oh, Sonia. She was from the old one. She I was felt, in the first one. I she feel was, like she uh, was super minor. Yeah. Was she in the first one? She was she was friends with uh Maya. Maya in the first one. Oh. Completely blocked that out. Not I was new. like I was like, who the fuck is this girl and why is she on this trip? I don't get it. Well, now you know. She's, she's not adding anything to this movie. Get her out of here. That's what I found in the first one. <laughs> no, the first one, at least she was there to... You Bitch, know, you don't you even remember her. <laughs> True. <laughs> I cannot argue with that. Uh, do you want to do drink here before summary or summary first? Please drink first. Okay. So the drink today, it's you pair with Think Like a Man 2, is the Casino Cocktail. Um, Casino because it takes place in Las Vegas, and they are mostly at a casino, Caesars Palace, I believe, the entire movie, except for two other settings that I am sure we will be talking about I during this movie. I don't know how I managed to get cat hair in my drink already. But it it is done. That's good luck, I hear. So, um, did did you just say it's good luck? (laughs) I did. It is. (laughs) It's good luck. There was no reaction, so I was like, "Okay, I guess I'll just move on." (laughs) 
<laughs> casino cocktail has um, gin, London dry gin, which AKA is Tangeray, which I had no idea. Gin, Luxardo, lemon juice, and two dashes of orange bitters. Nervous about the Luxardo component. Yeah, it doesn't smell too good, guys, but that's all right. All Maybe right. it'll taste good. Cheers. 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 Nope, still bad. Allison looks like she's about to say not bad. No, it's not good. <laughs> not good. I'm trying to decipher. <laughs> it's it's too but sour. It's, it, but when you're drinking it, it's not like you have this gut reaction like, what was I'm the drinking li- liquid shit in a bottle. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like uh, the taming the of the shoe. App. Yeah. What was the last one that we had with Lexardo that I thought we were going to like and it ended up being really bad? I don't know. Because I was hung over as fuck the next day. And it was just two cocktails and I couldn't function. Boy, there's a lot of alcohol on the ass end of that. <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. Like the cherry and the sour. I don't know. I I can't think of it. I feel like it gave me instant heartburn. Is it the Luxardo that you can't take or? I think it is the Luxardo. You decided to go with the Luxardo because of the Luxor in Las Vegas. Just kidding. I don't know what that means. The Luxor Hotel, the... The, py- the pyramid that shoots the beam of light up in the air. Oh, okay. It's pretty cool to see. You've been there, right? No. No, we've actually never been to Vegas yet. It's overrated. I feel like it's just like a giant cesspool of germs. We'll talk about it, but it's not my scene for sure. We're, we're just going to go there to eat at a few restaurants and probably like bail when we do go. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the Luxardo drink we had. I thought it was. It's. It was my girl Friday, the last word cocktail. Uh, Chartreuse gin again, yes. lime juice. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. The the Luxardo with the citrus just does not match. No, it doesn't. But you know, the one thing that I can take Luxardo in, isn't it in an aviation? Mm. I'm pretty sure it is. No but idea. I. You don't have any. You don't have violet liqueur to make up. I don't. I'm not cool enough. I just love anything that makes my drink purple. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the lavender simple syrup, so maybe like the floral's growing on me. The floral taste is growing on me. Yeah. Uh, so think like a man too, guys. Let's get down to it. I think like a man too. Um, it's about the original crew goes to Las Vegas because Mike and Candace or Tandis Tandis are <laughs> going to get married in Vegas and that is mama's boy. Yeah. And single mom. And Candace has the son. So, but then the biggest Part of the movie is the bachelor slash bachelorette party that happens the night before the wedding or like the day before the wedding and uh they get into trouble and chaos chaos follows yep that's it that's all so, i got feel like it's pretty uh easy movie to summarize 
Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, they get caught in the debaucherous city of Vegas. What the fuck's the movie with the men? Ocean's Eleven? No, you're thinking, yeah, she's talking about The Hangover. Yes, thank you. And the guy says, in The Hangover, he (laughs) says, some people just can't handle Vegas. I will say this, I never found The Hangover very funny, and I prefer this movie to The Hangover as my romping around Vegas comedy of choice. Really? I like The Hangover. A lot of people did. It just didn't... uh, I just didn't care for it. Like, there's, I mean, there's funny parts to it, but I, like, it wasn't as, like, every, when it first came out, everyone was like, oh my God, the, the hangover is the funniest thing ever. It's so good. And I was like, meh, it's, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I thought that right off the bat, they, like, they got started coming in, and I thought it was hilarious. From the moment the, the one chauffeur is talking to Zeke and he says, get your girl in check. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. So, no, he didn't. Zeke Maya the freak. Not gonna like that. Zeke the freak. <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe like they all looked like bigger guys to me, except for Kevin Hart. But then they went to the strip club, and you saw how little all of them actually are. Oh yeah, I was kind of surprised at how Bennett the clear guy kind of had like a six pack a little bit. Like he had some kind of like a body. He definitely got in shape for his shirtless action in this movie (laughs) towards the end. Like not sitting, but when he was standing, I was like, does he have abs? Because in the first movie, I would have said I had a better physique than him. And now I would say in the second movie, I do not. There were so many things about his scene in in the strip club that I like, like starting from his gray like boxer brief showing through the assless chaps, (laughs) (laughs) and then he asked he asked Jeremy, he's like, "Hey, does this look all right on me?" And Jeremy's like, "No, it looks awful." (laughs) I was pleased to say I liked Jeremy more in this one. Yeah. For sure. He definitely did some growing up. Yeah, less of a douchebag. I thought that they were going to be the ones getting married. Me too, but they already got married. Yeah, at first I was very confused on who was going to be the ones getting married, and then they it takes like a few seconds for them to reveal who it is. Yeah. Did they go over in the first one that Maya was a designer, like a clothing designer? Mm -mm. I can't remember. I don't think so. I knew I she so had either. musical connections because of her uncle, but I don't think they um, they talked about it at all. And her now, fling with I, Kanye. And her fling with Kanye. <laughs> she calls him. <laughs> I loved it. Oh, you mean Kanye who just announced his run for president? You, you know it. Very topical. <laughs> Except when this is going to be released like four weeks from now, so people are going to be like, What? Yeah, I don't have anything to say about it. If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's what I learned. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else? Are we just going to go into believability, I guess? 
I want to know more about why Gail pissed on Cedric's iPad. That's true. That that was his. That's w- one of his things that he said, and they just glossed right over it. I think that is unbelievable. I do too. <laughs> I, I mean, can you force yourself? And I don't know, like. <laughs> James, you can give the male perspective on this. I don't know. Maybe it's easier for guys. But could you force yourself to pee on someone's personal property? Do you mean like force the production of urine or just like be able to pee on somebody's stuff? (laughs) I mean, like, you know, we have social decency, I think, that prevents us from acting in certain manners. Could you, if you got mad enough at Allison, at James, could you take his, like, PS4 or whatever he has, put it on the floor of your house, take your pants down, and <laughs> piss on it? Absolutely not, Marie. Even if you, like, had a go-girl or whatever and directed the stream of urine. No. I feel wrong like I get a little bit of stage fright even peeing in a cup because I don't want to pee in a cup. I want to pee in the toilet, <laughs> like for like physicals and shit or yes. drug tests. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little bit harder. Like even to pee in a cup, it's you like, there's like a hesitation that you're like, I'm not peeing in a toilet and your brain tries to stop you before you like kind of get over it. Are you, does it, is it like hard to coordinate holding one hand with a cup and holding the other on your penis? I would think no. that'd be easier. You think? No, it's just yes. the same. Yeah. I just hold the cup like I almost place like a little bit of a seal. You have to because we can't there's like, so many like variables when the <laughs> pee comes out of a I know it's not coming out of the vagina, but in that your urethra, area. if you will. <laughs> yes, but there's like the hair could make it go a different way. Like how, how much you're, you're squatting peeing. on the toilet. <laughs> yes. Like the force of the stream. Like you got to be very careful as a woman peeing in the cup. Pee goes everywhere. Pee goes there up. have been multiple times when I've had to wash the cup off after I've closed it. I mean, they're wearing gloves. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. For a reason. <laughs> hopefully. So. Yep. So yeah, I could not. No, I mean, I couldn't either produce the urine in the fit of anger that would be ensuing. You would have to pee at that exact moment and then think, this is what I'm going to do. But then after that, I would never do it. That would be like the last on my list of things to do when I'm really upset at somebody. (laughs) I I choose passive aggression. Your phone is... Your phone is safe. He's not going to pee on it. Oh, that's good. Especially since the phone bill's in his name. <laughs> so what did he What did he do with that? How did he discover it? Like, did she do it in front of him? Or do you I think would assume just... doing it in front of the person for maximum impact. <laughs> oh, that would be impactful. Which you wouldn't think is a word, but it actually is. I looked it up. It's... It seems like the true show of dominance. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a dog marking, like marking your, ter- your territory. territory. <laughs> this, this iPad is mine. <laughs> That's the sound of pee. Well, I mean, just to it's not sequential, but a carry along with Gail and Cedric's unbelievability. They've been separated fifteen times. When do you stop? Oh. Uh, and she was with Drake. On again, off again. Fucking. 
Uh, presumably. I, you, you would think, yeah. They were both fully clothed. Yeah, but there was that time whenever they FaceTimed and she was talking to somebody in the background. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that. Well, it happened. It happened. I believe you, I believe you guys. <laughs> I didn't take a lot of notes this time around because for the latter part of the movie, I was eating pizza. <laughs> I was eating McDonald's. <laughs> I Same. ate pizza in the beginning of the movie. Going along, my biggest unbelievability is on the same on the back of the fifteen breaking up fifteen times. His he was born on the fifteenth, and he decides to bet his money to get because one of the big things in this movie is that he mistakes the price of this super insane suite, which is probably the biggest the biggest unbelievability. Um, where he thought it was four thousand dollars a night, but he actually only got four thousand dollars a night off. Which made it $40,000 a night. It's amazing. Which is hilarious. But I will say, as an aside, before I get to my unbelievability, that was actually a very tastefully decorated Vegas suite. I thought it looked very nice inside. Because I looked up just a few months ago, there was an article about the most expensive Vegas suite now. It's, I think it's in the Luxor or maybe Caesars Palace. I can't remember. One of those two. And they redid it again, and it is horrific. It is so badly designed and just so cheesy, weird stuff. The whole uh, aesthetic is done by this artist, and his inspiration was drugs and whatever. So they have like the like wallpaper showing like every different type of prescription drug there is. Like there'll be oh like oh my god, and then like th- the bar is like a- an sealed glass table that's filled with like needles uh uh needles and latex gloves and arousing uh, definitely makes you want to like opened up you know like medical waste stuff on the bar i was like that sounds like a bad saw movie yeah it was really i couldn't believe that's and it and it was insane it was like something crazy like 50 or a hundred thousand dollars a night or something like that and it was the most disgustingly decorated place I've ever seen. Wow. So anyways, so I thought the place that they were staying actually looked very nice. But the biggest unbe- I did too. The biggest unbelievability was when he bet the 15 or the $10,000 on 15 when Zeke grabbed the bet and moved it when the ball was spinning, you cannot do that. That's what I would. I thought. Now he said, "No, you can't place any bets." Right afterwards, but, but they normally that. say that they say that before they spin. I'm almost 100 percent sure. I'm not a huge gambler, but I know that I think once that ball is moving, you don't fucking touch anything, or you will be immediately removed and in huge trouble. Like you, like well, that's not something that you could do. Not only that, but the guy would have seen who placed the original bet. To have somebody else move someone else's bet, I don't think that would have been allowed either. I think that's a great call, James. Yeah. Um, I have, I mean, you guys pretty much hit like the huge unbelievability is not knowing how much a place costs. And I, then. I do have one believable thing. Okay. 
what Cedric did alone by himself in that villa as soon as he got in, you best believe <laughs> that I'm running around dancing to loud music, like wearing whatever, probably half naked. And I have alcohol. That's the only difference. Like whenever he was dancing around listening to one, two, three, four, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, or whatever. Your boy Pitbull. My boy Pitbull. Uh, I was like, hell yeah, I'd be doing that. That's awesome. Absolutely. I did not understand how Loretta got in there without a key. Because she's, she's Loretta. She's just like a poltergeist. Horetta. 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 <laughs> she is. She just like, I guess, just squeaks through the cracks or something, like coming in through the key. Oh, I don't know. She can flatten her skeleton like a mouse and go underneath, <laughs> the, go underneath the door frame. I just have this picture of like a mouse going through flat like a piece of paper. That's sort of like what they do. I had no idea that they collapse their skeletal frame. Yeah, they can like, yeah, they can do that. See, this is why James is great to have on here, guys. I bet you never knew that. Now you do. That's how it works. <laughs> I guess this is believable, but in my world, it's unbelievable. Like, I think it's a terrible idea to have your bachelor bachelorette party in Vegas literally the day before your wedding. I had that done as well. Who does that anymore? Yeah. I, it was it was interesting to have like a basically like a co bachelor bachelorette party and they're all close enough friends and like they would split off. I don't know. It's kind of it was it's kind of strange. Not what I would I, be doing. No, if you're doing that, like I would see going out together as one big bridal party to like have drinks and maybe go dancing, not to do separate parties and then have what happened happened. Yeah, I agree (laughs) with that, especially with as many successful or connected people as they have in their group. Like when they like the whole private uh, tasting with Chef Couillard or whatever the hell his name was uh, like. If you can do stuff like that in Vegas, why would you worry about going to clubs and stuff? Like to me, mm-hmm. like if you you're like the one chick's super rich, his his significant other, they're not married or fianced yet at that point. No, right? Lauren, Mr. Ely, and Dom. No, like you've got like a bunch of pretty wealthy people with a lot of cool connections and stuff. I'd be doing way cooler stuff than like going to the strip club in Vegas just for because. I did like the two guys playing video games poolside, though, in Hell that cabana. yeah. That was yeah. fun. Because let I me like tell you, whole- I would be so uncomfortable at that pool and out of shape. I would be also playing uh, uh, video games. I said out of shape. I meant out of place. That's not that my scene. a Freudian slip. <laughs> I am also out of shape, too out of shape for that pool. But I'd be also out of place. It was definitely like a show of who's maturing and who's not maturing between that group. Like who wanted to get out there and party and who was like, yeah, let's just hang out and do whatever. So, and it was very, it was interesting because, um, what's his, his, his character name, Michael, the, the, the groom. Yeah. Mike, 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 like almost said like, that's not the type of bachelor party he even wanted. And they just decided like, Kevin Hart just decided to go off with it anyways. Well, 
we should also mention that he wasn't asking Kevin Hart <laughs> to be his best man. He was looking over top Kevin Hart to <laughs> Michael Ely asking him and Kevin Hart, you know, it was a mistake. And they just let him take it and run with it. That scene was so funny because Dominic's in the background like, She's like you know yeah, what, just let just, him have it. Yeah. Just, just oh, yeah. let him have it. He can do this. Turns out he can't. Nope. No, he could not. <laughs> but what's um, really funny is uh, uh, going back to the room and stuff, like it made it seem like he was getting that for all of them, but it seems like they all had their own rooms anyway. So he just bought a $40,000 suite just for himself. himself. Like just to it come back no to his, it makes no sense. Except that he wanted to have a big after party there. Five I, I, guys yeah. and 30 women. Well, Floyd, Floyd Money Mayweather was coming. I again, I couldn't believe how small he was. He is he is small. Well, is he lightweight? Uh or is he middleweight? I think he's a I think he's bantamweight. That's not a thing. You made that it word. It totally up. is. No, it's a it's a thing. I, I only know the word bantam from Starbucks Bantam bagels. They're like these little bagel balls that's stuffed with stuff. I think he might be, he probably bounced between a couple of weight classes, but he definitely is not a heavyweight. And I don't think he's a featherweight, which is the lightest class. In Guys, boxing. I'm a I heavyweight. I think it might be middleweight and bantamweight. Let's find out. Yes! James, James. Let's I was worried there that I was actually wrong. No, bantamweight, <laughs> bantamweight is, a, is a real thing. I thought you were looking at me with that look of disgust because I was talking about Starbucks little bagels. Oh, no, I was. Oh, I was. They're good. <laughs> They have like these everything bagels that's stuffed with like garlic butter, and it's uh, great. Looks like he's been all over the place as far as his weights. Let's. Take is a that look. the guy who wore the suit that was pinstriped with "fuck you"? Or is that Conor McGregor? Oh, that I was Conor know. McGregor before that fight. Did you ever see that? He was wearing a suit where the pinstripes were "fuck you" really small over and over and over again, just "fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." Like wow. I can't believe so you've never seen that. The the weights uh-uh. the weights that Floyd Money Mayweather has fought at is super featherweight, lightweight, light welterweight, welterweight, and light middleweight. Wow, there's a lot of different weight classes in boxing. Who yeah, we're gonna be will be interesting to see what this the heaviest one that he uh, fought in is between 147 and 154 pounds. That's the heaviest. That's I think that's the heaviest because super featherweight is like uh, between 126 and 130. Yeah, so between 126 <laughs> and 154 is the weights that he's fought at. Well, you know how we always say that. We need to know we can we'll crush a man if he's under us. Crush, Floyd, crushing those guys. Nope, can't do those people. <laughs> I do think it's very funny to have like three huge bodyguards for like arguably the best boxer in the That's entire world and one of I the best thought. ever. Like he could easily like beat the shit out of almost anybody unless they're enormous like there's there's a point where being too big is too big no matter how good of a fighter you are but for most people floyd mayweather does not need a bodyguard (laughs) i really like 
the blackjack, I know it's believable. Like the people dr- who dropped that kind of money on blackjack, but it oh, terrified sure. me. Oh, you lo- it, it's you can lose blackjack is the worst. I've seen some of my friends lose like a hundred dollars in like two oh, minutes. I have you beat pal. It's insane. Our friends who we will rem- who will remain nameless on this podcast, but if you ever listen, you know who you are. Um so <laughs> They didn't have enough money to pay for their um, spring break. So this is completely believable then. It's like Kevin Hart. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't have enough money to pay for their trip to Cancun for spring break. And so I'm pretty sure they put down, I think it was who did it. He put down like $1,000 and lost it all. And then what ended up happening is sold his like $1,200 guitar and then bought a ticket to go to Cancun. How about you just don't go that year? Never. <laughs> just, you just don't go. You find someplace a little bit more affordable. That's insane. But but blackjack, like it plays so fast, you know. And you're if you're even if you're playing like twenty bucks a hand or whatever, like a hand happens in like. 45 seconds depending on how many people are at the table it's just like boom boom okay you lose and then you have to put down more money and then it's it just gets completely out of hand i i stay away from it i I, like playing it but i want my money where i can see it in my glass or on my plate or on 15 black 15 yeah i would have been by bennett oh i love bennett wanted to be with the ladies oh his fanny pack Oh yeah, he was so it? funny in this movie. There were so I many good it. moments for him. There were some great moments when he interrupts. Um, when they interrupt Dom and Lauren, like getting it on, and Bennett's there, and he goes, "Your afterglow is amazing." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. That's such a funny thing to say. And then I wrote it down as unbelievable because no one has an afterglow. You're sweaty and disgusting looking after sex. Or you're not trying hard enough to do that and you look fine and your partner looks sweaty. (laughs) My afterglow is amazing. (laughs) I love it. Uh, I, I feel like I'm kind of done with the whole believability. Well, you know what? No, I'm not. Because I think it's unbelievable how Loretta took over that whole day. Oh, man. They couldn't get rid of her. I don't know. Like, I guess it is unbelievable in a way. But I also find it believable that your mother-in-law could give you hell like that. I think we've been very fortunate in our mother-in-laws. Because they're both and even our brothers like they're all amazing women who are super nice and welcoming but i'm sure there are some horror stories out there like horetta like horetta like horetta mm-hmm. exactly like her i just feel like it's I, I don't know i guess it's a sticky situation it's your bachelorette party like just don't go just like say There's... you know what i'm sorry we made plans I, this is my night with my friends no Listen, there's there comes a time in everybody's life when you're too old to be going out to parties and bachelor at parties and stuff like that. And everybody should just know when that is. Although that spa day looked really nice. 
I know. I thought it was great. I saw Tish there and I was like, there I am yeah. right there. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was all gung ho about the Dion and, and she's concert. like, and I was like, when they're like, "What are you gonna do?" and she goes, oh, "I'll go play some slots by myself, and then I go get some drinks by myself, and then I go window shop by myself, <laughs> and then I'll stay like, in my hotel like by happened. myself." <laughs> <laughs> the makeover scene. Yes, love the makeover oh, scene. Oh, she was so attached to that two piece. I love the makeover scene. I loved it even more when they were in prison and her extensions were falling out of her head. (laughs) I I honestly, I will say, I thought they were going to do more with her makeup and hair than they did. I thought like she was going to like really look dolled up, but she just looked nice. Like, I don't know. I I thought I thought it was going to be more of a makeover scene than I than I expected. I don't think she's somebody that you have to make over. She no. just needed, it was like a whole glass. It was like a cliche glasses thing. You take the glasses off, put her in a dress. She's great. But absolutely. That's all you have to do to Allison and I. You just, just take off our glasses. Take off your glasses and, and put on a dress. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Us and Rachel Leacock. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Come on, you find my gray t-shirt and tie-dye <laughs> pants sexy no doubt i'm wearing the the ravenclaw pants that you got me that have had a hole in the crotch <laughs> for like the past i don't know two years no! if, if they're for inside it doesn't matter where the holes are oh I'll i thought you were gonna say it doesn't matter where the crotch is it doesn't matter where the crotch is when you're inside <laughs> um let me see did i have anything else here for unbelievability how's your drink going i'm almost done i can be done in a drink if i wanted to um i thought cedric at the pool was unbelievable just like his whole like drowning thing and not knowing how to swim i was like he'd be fine in there i thought that was unbelievable i I don't know about that you yeah. just you guys disagree? I mean, it looked like if it was six foot deep, he really truly is five four. If his feet can't touch, he's having a hard time. Are you talking about no one rescuing him? Um, and then my other, the last, do we believe that they would do a strip contest? Yes, it's, a, it's unbelievable enough, that they got invited to do it. If they're desperate enough for the money, I say yes. I guess like Las Vegas brings that out in people like desperation. Yeah. That's what that's the one like characteristic when Bernard and I were there that we picked up on just the desperation of the place. That sounds everywhere. Very sad. But we didn't do like when we went, we didn't have a lot of money. So we didn't do nice restaurants. We didn't do shows. We just kind of like walked around, hung out at the pool and like did a little bit like of slot machines and gambling we're like you everyone else there we lost our gambling fund in like 30 seconds yeah it was just it was just gone so but surprisingly enough if you ever go it gets very windy out there you get a chill no that is surprising because i think it's you know the desert and you know and heated up from all that sin <laughs> and bodies rubbing together. You can just Ugh. feel the sweat and the humidity. Not my scene. I'd be playing video games with those other guys for the bachelor party. My bachelor party was playing baseball with my friends and we went 
to race go-karts, and it was wonderful. And then I crashed it at the end and played board games with them. And that was also wonderful. Yeah, Bernard went up to the lake with his friends for a couple nights, and they just hung out, ate, drank, and went out on the boat. And I got so, you blackout drunk for yours. I was hungover for three days. Sorry. I think about that from time to time and still feel bad. <laughs> and it was however many years ago, eight years, nine. Still feel bad. Uh, but, you know, it's nice to know that dogs can eat human vomit and be fine after it. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to know that you can try to climb a coal wall inside out of a bar. You took care of me very well. Thanks. It's because I made the mess and I had to be there for you. <laughs> I remember walking to Panera the day after. I woke up one shoe on, one shoe off. I walked to Panera, one contact in, one contact out. <laughs> Still wearing the same clothes from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Um, okay, so I think I'm done with unbelievability. Me as well. Cool. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, do you want to pause for a drink or go over obstacles? I have a little bit more, so let's do obstacles, but it's hard because we like like they're already all together. They are all together, but they come up with. I think they still each I mean, couple have yeah, obstacles. We still have Horetta is an obstacle. Absolutely, they're getting married, but she's trying to break them up. We I have, think she is actively trying to break them up. Zeke the freak is an obstacle. Oh yeah, I, I thought that his reputation, and everything, was an obstacle, but it turns out in the end it wasn't because he had already moved past it. I think like. It was him being nervous about asking Maya to marry him. Spoiler alert. Okay. Because that's what that I was going to ask. Awkward. That's what I was going to ask you. Because in my mind, I don't know why I thought this. because, And I want to ask it now because I'm going to forget about it. So he didn't just go out and buy the ring in Vegas. Like he had the ring. Yeah. I think he right. was ready. Okay. When, when she had that wedding dress and he like saw it because he was already thinking about it and ready for it is what I took away from that. Okay. Yeah, I think it was just nerves about her answer that made him act like he was acting. And then um, it, it kind of seemed like it was about Zeke the Freak and that made her kind of sp spiral out, not out of control, but like start thinking other stuff for a little bit. So, so we had Lauren and Dominic with their jobs. The job yep. offer things. Careers. And that did not go how I thought it was going to go. Are they both declined? Yeah, I thought that he was going to accept and she turned it down because, like, his expectation was that she took it, but that just didn't happen, so. No, they both you know. declined, like, Gail's credit card. <laughs> her company credit card. Bitch is going to go to jail. Because her, or, <laughs> or get fired at the very least. Whatever. What's her company? Do we know? No, I don't oh. think so. No, but they're like from even having the ability to get that $40,000 room and how, what their house looked like, it seemed like they were pretty well off. For sure. It did. And then Kristen and Jeremy had the baby. The baby issue. The baby drama. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's very cough therapy. Yeah. I, so I, I still don't think it's repulsive. I don't think it's repulsive, but I have a I I feel like putting down a second one's going to be tough. You just got to gulp it down. No chance of making something else. I don't think so. I think it would take too long to research. Look at you in your fancy water. That's why you're bougie. <laughs> I I just really like cucumber water. It accents the water in such a way. You and Will Ferrell. Yes, it's so good. Um then I ha- well this afternoon and I'll I I'll have a I have a picture on Instagram already. So if anybody's listening and wants to look at it and I actually have the recipe in the comments too. I fear for the life of my basil plant and think it looked bad so yesterday and i was explaining this to james today it was so shriveled that it looked like three sticks and i just watered it because of it's the hot days it's like the over 90 degree weather and i watered it a lot and it came back like that but again after staying outside today in 90 degree weather it looked a little shriveled up by nighttime Mm -hmm. but it still rolled around, but I wanted to take advantage of it, and then I had cucumbers, so I made a um, cucumber basil smash, and it was delightful. It was just what I wanted. I don't know if I like the idea of basil in my drink. I really like it. Was it, it a strong flavor? I think it's how strong you want to make it. I did muddle it, but I had significantly more cucumber. Do you have a mortal and pestle at your house for that? I don't. Are you being a dick right now? Or are you just being serious? I'm being serious. Okay. No, James got me this like <laughs> bar kit for Christmas and it has a muddler that has like, um, it's almost like a, I got her all the professional tools. It's like a stamper and it has like little kind of like flat points on the bottom to like really get at it. And mm-hmm. it almost kind of looks like a silver dildo if you're just looking at it from a distance very phallic shape mm-hmm. um but yeah it, it worked really well all right cool i'm glad to hear that i'm glad you enjoyed your your afternoon refreshments thanks so 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 <laughs> we're back with refreshed drinks yes I feel like, unfortunately, this drink is bigger. Do you have a dooski brewski, James? A mini dooski brewski. I made mine smaller because I have to work tomorrow. Ah, uh, that's fair. Yeah, you know the job fair. that brings in money. Not not your full, this one. Your, your full time job. He's got a full time job. job. <laughs> we still have fireworks going off over here. I don't know if you do too. No, we had no. just a couple stragglers. Yeah, just a couple. Fucking assholes. Yeah. Chemistry. I mean, is there anything to add to it that maybe there is because we have a yes, couple new characters. Yes, there's one huge chemistry to add. Kevin Hart and the butler. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What was his name? I thought you were going to say Ben De- uh Deacon, no. Declan. Declan. I thought you were going to say um, Bennett and Tish. No. I well, was, Tish. Uh, mine was going to revolve around Tish. Oh, to back up about Bennett, I forgot. One of the other things that he said was when Michael Ely came in, he's like, hey, we both have green shirts and blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was 
reaction to him. Like they just either shrug him off or that's that's really it. They don't make fun of him. They don't I I don't know. But you know, Bennett's always there for that like come to Jesus moment. Like that whole you know, like in jail, he called his kids, and then he and um, Jeremy had a moment about that. <laughs> yeah, he uh, did the whole yeah. Ray, the Ray Lewis pre pregame speech, which is very funny. <laughs> um, didn't get Bennett and Tish's um foreplay role play. Who's Jody? Was this something that I just missed? I did not. It, pick mu- up it on must that. be something that we don't get. As 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 three Bennets ourselves, I feel like it's something in in a black comedy that we just don't, and not something that we were aware of. That's Is what I it, think. Was it a police officer? No, I was don't it, know. Wait, Did Jody, 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 Jody. Here, I'll look it up. There was a Jody said- character that was bad in something. It wasn't like Grapes of Wrath or something, was it? Oh my god. Who would... No! Who would roleplay the Grapes of Wrath? Are you fucking out of your mind? Have you ever read the Grapes of Wrath? Yeah. What are you gonna do? Like... Play the turtle in chapter two? Crawling oh the road? Crossing the road and eating grass for 30 fucking pages? Jody. <laughs> That would be so sexy to role play crossing the dust bowl of Oklahoma. <laughs> Wait, what to pick peaches off one. of trees in California. What did she say in that uh, scene? I don't want to call you Jody. That's what she said. They, well, what were they saying before? She, she was calling him and he was saying something else. I don't remember what she was saying. I thought someone said something about a police officer, but I could be completely wrong. So I'm not sure. Did you stick around for the after credit scene? Yes. Yes, we did. I did not think it was worth it. I mean, it wasn't. It was just like a blooper. It wasn't really a scene. I hope you don't need that paper because she's going to destroy it. Is that your notes, James? Absolutely not. It's a track tech form for the racetrack <laughs> that I tried to print twice, and one came out Thursday, and then now a second one came out when I turned the computer on <laughs> five days later, <laughs> or however many days later. Hey, computers, don't forget, guys. Just remember that. <laughs> oh, now she's eating the printer. Well, you know. I don't care. Uh, chemistry, chemistry, chemistry. We got to talk about the role play that Chris and Jeremy had. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. All straight up your guy's alley. I almost died when they brought that out. I had this stream of consciousness that I just wrote down. It's like, I love the Game of Thrones reference. And then I was like, oh, God, take me back to better days when Game of Thrones was still on. Please, dear God, I just want to go back. Take me back. I thought it was going to signal some kind of role reversal for them where Kristen became the 
immature person and like really let loose and got in trouble and Jeremy was going to be the adult, but that didn't happen. I, mean, I made a lot of predictions for this movie that were just wrong. I mean, they just all got in trouble. I yes. really liked the uh, the mix up where the women all did the weed strips. That was funny. That was pretty I didn't good. even know, like, is that really a thing? Do they make, like, breath strips but pot strips? At this like point, that? I wouldn't doubt anything. Yeah, I, I could see it. They make, well, like, gummies and shit. I had, I was, like, almost moved to tears whenever Mike stood up for his future wife to his mom and was like, I don't want you at my wedding because this is my woman and she's amazing and you're being a real butt. I'm paraphrasing, but you know. No, he definitely said you're being a real butt in his big (laughs) impassioned speech. (laughs) I loved his speech too. I really appreciated that. And I was really on the fence about Tandis's speech back to him. (laughs) I, I thought it was appropriate. I I see both sides. It's I I wanted her to not say those things, but it's the right thing to do. I know she doesn't want to stand in the middle of him and his mom. Like I get that and I respect that, but there was no excuse for how the mom was acting. No, she was a total bitch the entire time. Like getting an adjoining suite that's insanity. That's disgusting. Going Bernard just Bernard just told me he bought the Washington documentary. So that's what I have to look forward to when I'm done here. As in what George kind of- Washington? <laughs> yes, as in George Washington. <laughs> I could ask him if it's George Washington Carver if you want me to. <laughs> better story i want that story please it's not he just told me it's not <sighs> isn't that the guy who did peanuts peanut butter mm-hmm. he didn't invent the peanut he invented peanut butter <laughs> he invented the peanut <laughs> he crossbred plants until he came up with the nut no technically isn't it a legume something like i think that. it is a legume so uh, there's something very exciting happening between the animals. I, I guess we can say that Heretta had great chemistry with Serrano as well. I still can't believe it. He was a smooth talker and he was really good looking. Oh, absolutely. And the voice. I- he was good looking in major league, but like seeing him mature, like and dressed in that suit, he couldn't hit a curveball. It was Except a problem when it counted. <laughs> Fuck you, Joe Boo. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is fantastic. If you haven't seen Major League listeners, please go watch it. And it's both very funny. me and James have seen that movie, so you know it's good. It's true. Uh, Bernard just yelled, that's a rom-com. I don't think so. I... There's romance. There's, There's sli- romance. There is slight romance. And I'll tell you what, I know that, the, that we're not doing this movie, but we'll never do Major League, but I completely... You okay? I completely... Uh-oh. 
fireworks. Both animals are startled. Um, I completely disagree with the girl's decision. Lynn, Lynn's decision to get back with what's his face because he's a terrible person. Is he? I think so. He cheated on her like a million times. I would never go back to that. Yeah, that's a really good point. He's kind of a, he's not kind of, he is like a full on dick. But he's reformed. He's reformed dick. Reformed dick. Full on reformed dick. (laughs) I still don't like it. I think she's a better person than him and he doesn't deserve her. And he, he read the he read the comic version of Moby Dick to win her back. Yes, man, does I'm that sure mean that nothing really to worked. you? Yeah, really tried hard. Stalking her in the uh, the golf cart from the stadium. Oh, I don't remember that part. I remember him showing up at a restaurant and at her library. I remember that form of stalking. Mm-hmm. And her then fiance's her fiance's apartment. apartment. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what you say. I still enjoy it. Oh, I still enjoy it too. And I think Charlie Sheen is really cute in that movie. Wild thing. How things have changed. <laughs> well, maybe not so much since his not, nickname was Wild Thing. Yeah, not cute anymore. <laughs> not cute that, anymore. That's not cute anymore. Not what is he doing anymore? Not winning. I know, but that was a long time ago, and now it's just kind of gone into seemingly radio silence. I guess. I was just thinking of what Emilio Estevez was doing. I was like, since we're on the topic of Charlie Sheen, what is Emilio Estevez doing? Because he hasn't Coaching been in the Mighty Ducks. I thought he was doing something. Like I thought he, I saw something about him getting ready to do something. Is the Breakfast Club a rom-com? I mean, people say it is, but I don't think it is. It's like what? Go ahead. I I think it's I think it could be a rom-com, a a problematic one. Uh, But you know, (laughs) I shit you not. It's a Mighty Ducks reboot. <laughs> That's his hey, upcoming project. I told you Mighty Ducks. Oh, my God. <laughs> because That's I swear all- to, I remember seeing his name quack, somewhere. Quack, 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 quack. Go Ducks. Guys, I've never I mean, seen the Mighty the, Ducks. The first movie is oh, amazing. First of all, the first one's great. Secondly, we used to chant that in the showers front in football. Like every day. I thought you were gonna say in college. No, in <laughs> in like high school football, in like the showers, you they just started up the quack chant, <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, the second one wasn't bad either. I the funniest the thing too. about the first one is that Emilio Estevez's character Gordon Bombay was like this great like youth hockey player, and we were watching it in college. And it said he scored some insane amount of points, which is goals and assists, in case you don't know, because this is obviously a rom-com podcast, not a sports podcast. Boo, but sports. It said he <laughs> scored something like 380 points or something. And I was like, in a youth league, I was like, how many games could they possibly have played? Like 14 or 20? Like he's scoring like 
like 15 goals a game or something. <laughs> like it makes no sense. The uh, there's like a newspaper clipping that has like his stats on it, and it was the funniest thing. We laughed for ages about that because it does not add up. Why did he stop? Do you remember? Did he get hurt? Gordon Bombay. Yeah. I can't remember that the the guy who coached him on the bad kid team in the first one like was mean to him about something. I can't remember though. That's why he quit. Uh, it he got has, it's tied something to that. I can't I can't really remember. Maybe he made him play hurt or something because he was like a mean coach. <laughs> it's I haven't seen it in a little bit. I'm looking up what Charlie Sheen has done recently, and guys. It's nothing good. I'm surprised he's not on commercials. He was in a video short. It's called Lil Pump Drug Addicts. And Yikes. he played Dr. Sheen. Yikes. Yeah. Tough. It's not not anything good. Uh, 2017 was where it's his last like big year, so to speak. That's... Although he was in, ap- in an episode of the Goldbergs in 2015. What? Yeah, Garth Volback, whoever that is. I don't remember uh, I that. I feel like we've seen every episode of the Goldbergs, which it's turning going back to Tish and guys, if That's... you don't watch the Goldbergs, you got to watch the Goldbergs. It it's is such a great wholesome so TV sitcom good. and Beverly Goldberg aka Tish is just the best. Throwback to In Living Color when she was on that show. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really do love the Goldbergs. It's it's just good fun. Always has a good heartfelt meaning in it somewhere. Good, great for the whole family. Great TV show. Yep. I stopped watching it because we don't watch cable anymore. You don't have it, right? Uh, we have cable. We don't have like the oh boy. fancy channels. Um, so now we're on to, are we done with chemistry? I think we're done with chemistry, James. Yeah, I'm pretty much done. I mean, we just had to talk Uh, about it a little bit. I, I, I thought the proposal swing between Zeke and Maya was really nice. Yeah. Oh shit. This water's cold. (laughs) Like, I thought that was really cute. I liked his speech. I like him being like, can I just say my thing? You know? I appreciated um, her at the end being like, there was a bridge right over there. Because I could see every single woman pointing that out after the guy gets in the water. Like, you didn't have to do that. There was a bridge right over there. And I, I, I did like Chris and Jeremy's chemistry in this movie a lot better, especially towards the end. And especially him realizing that he was ready to be a father. I... I don't know. It made his character a lot more likable. Um, yeah. I just feel like we totally glossed over chemistry guys. And I just want to g- just go over some of the finer points. Um, Dominic and Lauren still hot and dr- heavy that, steamy. Yeah. That's the one real attractive, just good stuff. And then he didn't oil up that person. Because he's got his woman who he loves. I love it. He's like, first of all, that's not going to happen. And then she comes, this chick comes over and is like, hey, blue eyes, I think I need to get a couple spots on my back. <laughs> and he's like, uh. But he did the right thing. He did the right thing. When Brazil think, came to him. 
I think that because the men and the women were separated for the largest part of this movie, it was really the chemistry between the two genders, but instead of the chemistry between the couples. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's true. I feel like the girls, honestly, besides accidentally taking those weed strips, like I felt like they were pretty tame as far as Vegas goes. I they both were. The guys and the girls. Like Kevin Hart was an idiot with the the money room and the gam. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just I was just sad that we didn't get a return of the ass factory <laughs> when they were gonna drive around in Vegas. I was sad that we didn't get to see their choreographed stripper routine. Oh, that would have been amazing. Because I really thought they were going to recognize their significant others once they were stripping on stage. I thought that was going to be the rom-com. I mean, the rom-com coincidence is they were at the same strip club. But I thought that that was going to be the rom-com coincidence is them like watching and then, you know. Or she would be like blindfolded and one of them would be like dancing on her and not notice or something. Like Kevin Hart would be like giving her the business. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be her fiance giving her the business in the strip club. Like, and then they would have taken the blindfold off and she would have seen it and been like, oh, we should write movies, guys. Oh, hey, we're getting experience. (laughs) (laughs) If you could see Marie's face and her just like instead, it just it devolved into uh, beating up a stripper for dancing on your fiance and they had a huge stripper ball ballroom brawl another amateur stripper yeah yeah well it was was the ringers though so they didn't have to pay the fifty thousand dollars and then how about tish being like let's start a bar fight yeah she was intense i don't remember that she got real she got real amped about the uh, bar fight whenever that thing started happening. And then uh, Mr. Ely punched a dude, like sucker punched a dude, but then it didn't do anything. And he's like, oh, yeah. shit. And then, and then Lauren she... came up with the bottle and broke it over his head. And then I think it was Maya was just fucking beating the shit out of some guy on the ground before they um, cut the scene and went to jail. Yeah, they they went hard. And Kevin Hart, did you notice he was just beating the ground next to the guy with the club? No, I didn't <laughs> like notice that. He's trying. He's not even trying to pretend he's hitting this guy. The club's just hitting the ground. I loved all of their costumes. Oh, so did I. The Hobbit, a.k.a. Sexy Caveman. A.k.a. Sexy Bam Bam. It was. It was Bam Bam. Oh, my God. And the hat had like this little hole in it for the hair to come up. It was awesome. I loved it. It was pretty good. The jail scene was great too. And all their phone calls and who they're calling. And yeah. Okay. I'm ready to move on now. I do have a cringeworthy moment. Okay. The cat was like trying to attack me this whole time. Oh. (laughs) We were having our own stripper, uh, strip club fight. You get in that box. Yep. And if you're wondering, listeners, it's the same box that has been there since the start of quarantine. It, although it has more garbage in it because every single time I come up here, I like clean a little bit and just throw more shit away in there. So it has gotten fuller. 
There it's we basically go. a makeshift garbage can. Yeah. So, it's... um, I have a cringe-worthy moment. Okay. It's Declan <laughs> telling Kevin Hart that they're soul brothers from different mothers. And they were like, oh, oh I don't, I don't think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> While it was funny, it was also a bit cringy. I, d- I love how like the white people in the movies always try to make jokes like they're on the same team, like the same side as the black people and the black people are like, mm, no. Swing and a miss. No. I love Swing it. Swing and a miss. <laughs> but Declan did come through at the end. He did come through at the end, um, which I will say that was like one thing in the movie that I think I did foresee. I was like, oh, this guy's going to be important. Actually, like I was always wondering, why didn't he just ask Declan? Hmm. Yeah. Do you think he lived in that villa? Sure. Maybe for like a couple of weeks at a time and then he would get a couple of weeks off. I feel like that would be the way to do it and have like continuity like for the guests and such. Um, so moment they fell in love, I think everyone's already in love, right? Yeah, everybody's already in love. Yeah, that was going to be an easy one. Is Yeah, they're already in love. Refer to our first episode uh, with and we'll even though it's echoey, but you can hear about it. I did love your disclaimer at the beginning, James. It was <laughs> so funny. I had to do something. I didn't know it happened until Marie oh, texted amazing. me and said, did you listen to our podcast? I was so annoyed. I want things to sound as good as we can make them. And I knew that it was going to be problematic out there, but I seriously thought it was going to be okay. Like it sounded decent enough that I wasn't like making us go back inside or something and well, then it just sounded like shit when we got home disclaimer the ac was broken at the house we were podcasting at and we couldn't podcast downstairs where we normally do that because everybody was hanging out there because it was cool and upstairs it was literally 85 degrees and that wasn't an option so didn't want to sacrifice for your craft yeah That's exactly we're not going to sit there and sweat for two hours for this, guys. Uh, I mean, paired with alcohol, that's a disastrous combination. That's right. You're just As asking. some of us found out yesterday. That was me. <laughs> it was a lot of sun and a lot of beer. After my third Yeti full of beer, and I got a pounding headache and was wondering why, I was like, oh, it's because I'm dehydrated. And then I got real irritable. But pro tip, if you don't have Pedialyte or Gatorade or something, whenever you're dehydrated, not only do you want to drink a bunch of water, but you need electrolytes, so eat something salty. Really? Yeah, I'm serious, because you're getting sodium to replenish your electrolytes. But I thought salt would dehydrate you. As long as you have water. But if you're like so dehydrated that you have no electrolytes and you have a headache and it helped me. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's been so hot. I haven't wanted to have a drink at all. So this is like the first drink I've had in a couple days. It's just 
95 does not make me one alcohol. The only I I just wanted like lighter beer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like it's corona weather, like that kind of yeah, thing. For sure. Um I can't no. Do they stay together? I think the only and I I think good for us because our predictions were correct last time. I think the only people who probably don't stay together it's Gail and Cedric. Yeah, it seems like Drake was moving in on his on his uh situation. Do you think Cedric wants to stay with Gail? It's really hard to get a hold of their relationship. Do you? I'm turning it back I, on you. Well, he was jealous of Drake when Drake was there with Gail, for sure. I just think they have a very unhealthy relationship and it's for comedic relief, but it makes me sad. <laughs> Like, if it was a real relationship, they need to get out of there. Hey, let's finish this. You finish it. Okay. I caught Do They Stay Together. We're saying yes, except for Gil and Cedric. Yep, yep. Although, again, I thought Kristen... Wait, was it Kristen and Jeremy I thought was up in the air again? No. because no, no. they were just married. Well, Chris and Jeremy, right? They're they're gonna have a baby. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that was a predictable part of the movie. Like all the couples had problems, but I don't think that I, any of us ooh, believed. What was no, maybe not cringeworthy, but it made me think was like she went and partied in in Vegas like a week late on her period without noticing, and I didn't like think about paying attention if she was like drinking or anything like that. When they found out. But it made me go like, oh, that's kind of a tough time to f- to figure it out is after you have been partying in Vegas for an entire night. Well, I mean, if you're paying that much attention to getting pregnant, are you going to not realize <laughs> that you skipped a period? Uh, Sorry. Sorry about I just get distracted by my cat because it's still new and it's fun. Um. No, I thought I still think that Kristen and Jeremy are going to stay together. For sure. I just think that they were. Every couple has their rough spots. Yeah. Uh, Iconic. Iconic scene. I mean, it has to be the strip club, right? Like Like the fight? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to think of anything else. Although that music video. Oh, of them singing Poison. We never really talked about, about that. that oh don't worry i didn't forget i was gonna get there it was credited like an old like vh1 music video and stuff it was hilarious it was i couldn't so God. good that's all i was gonna say you were gonna say it was and then stop i said so good okay i couldn't believe they did the whole thing the whole thing that's true <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, I, I thought it was going to cut at some point, but they just kept going with it. And I was they like, hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. They committed. I thought. They had Maya laid on that couch, like just singing. Uh, and I loved Tish and Tandis and the, like doing the rap bits with the glasses. Oh my God. Yeah. Bev, Bevy killed it out there. Bevy Goldberg. I was going for that. The strip club scene. 
Or like the wedding, you know, because everybody's together. You know what? I like that wedding, those wedding colors. And I kind of like the, the dude's uh, suit and get up, I thought, were pretty nice. I th- yeah, I like the guy's suits, too. The I, light with the purple ties. I like the guy's suits. I did not care for the bridesmaid's dresses because I hate strapless dresses. Well, whatever. The colors were nice. Were they? Sh- I didn't think they were strapless. I thought they had spaghetti straps. No, they were strapless. I could have sworn. I thought they all had, had sort of straps. different ones. Maybe they all had some different ones, but I remember Chris and Jeremy laying on the bed, and she did not have straps. Okay, Lauren definitely had straps. I think she did. She had a different dress. I told you. I think oh, they she all- had like the drapey. I mean, this was 2014. This could have been way ahead of the curve of having the same color palette but different dress bridal sh- uh, party thing going on. Started it all. Love that look. It's a great look. Um, so the wedding, are you going the wedding then, Allison? No, I'm going to go to the strip club. Yeah, strip club. Or like even the mugshot montage. <laughs> oh, with the, I like how they had the couple side by side. That was really good. Yes. Yeah. We didn't really. And then ta- they had Terrell and Isaac beside each other. We didn't really talk about them that much, but I guess. They we were, did- they were annoying. I, I did not care for them. But I did. I just love when they they're like, "Oh, here comes my boys, Terrell and Isaac," and then he walks right up to me and goes, "Your white mama named her son <laughs> yeah, Terrell." Terrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. I feel like they didn't add much. They did not add much except more costumes during the strip club. A Dr. Sam from New Girl as a swimmer. Like, who that was on really... that swim camp and cockles? The swim cap was really funny. Yeah. And then poor, Ad- poor Adam Brody. I feel like he was better in Ready or Not. Still haven't seen it. Uh, how have you not seen that movie? That movie is so good. Um, Because it's not free. You should go rent it immediately after this. It's Help me, very I'm poor. funny. <laughs> Help me, I'm poor. Don't you both have full-time jobs? We both have full-time jobs, but we sometimes get caught up on spending money on little cheap stuff like two ninety-nine movie rentals. I thought it was on HBO. I'm not going to lie. This but I one? could be wrong. Our HBO is going to be stolen from us soon because of the stupid HBO Max. Yeah, Did you? do you know about this? I don't know the difference between HBO Go and HBO Max. HBO Go is going away, and it will only be HBO Max, which you have to pay for. Don't you have to pay for HBO Go? No, HBO Go slash now is like, if you have an HBO subscription, you can like watch stuff that's on HBO On Demand like with the app. But now yeah. they're getting rid of that and putting everything on HBO Max, which you have to pay for. So you'd probably either have to watch it on your actual cable box on HBO or pay for the app to watch HBO Max, Wait, I think. Wait, so then you have to pay for HBO twice? Yeah. I don't understand how this That's is going to work unless they're going to give you only HBO Go stuff in HBO Max and you just have to re-sign in with your HBO login. I and don't then, think that's going to be but, it, though. But, like, Max has other stuff that's not on HBO. It's really confusing and it makes me mad and it's going to really annoy me when it comes into effect at the end of the month. How am I going to watch is... Game of Thrones for a seventh time? Huh? I don't... Hey, you got to get it on DVD with extras. I want to watch the extras so bad. 
I would watch. We have the entire Fast and Furious collection that we need to watch all the extras on. How can you say no to that, Allison? Fast and Furious is amazing. You're on your own on this. Sorry. On your own. I just don't want to watch the extras for that. I'm not committed enough. I'm committed to Game of Thrones. I miss it every day. You're not committed to The Rock or Vin Diesel or Family. I'm committed to The Rock. (laughs) It's for Han. That's right, Family. How about we were at that party with that same car that with Han's car? Wasn't that amazing? It was amazing. Yeah, for sure. You should have Tokyo drifted in that bitch. <laughs> God, I just can't stand Tokyo Drift. And for one reason. She hates the main guy. I hate the main guy. But oh, it, yeah. But you get through it because He's... Han is awesome. And that's why they had to bring him back after he had been killed because he was so cool. They had to change the whole timeline just to have him in a few more movies. That guy's the worst. Yeah. Oh, he... his accent's terrible. But we, I think we got everything but final thoughts. I don't have any final thoughts because I talked about everything. Unless you have some wild trivia. No, there were three trivia items. But I do want to point out to you because I wanted to make sure I didn't mess this up when I saw that Tish was Bennett's wife. Because I had said last podcast that he had had a black wife. And that was true. But they switched it for this movie. I I, I wanted to make sure of that. Yes. I remember you saying that. And I thought about that, but I really liked the comedic value that she provided to this movie. I really liked her. Mm hmm. And again, like I'm right there with the clear people. Bennett sleeping at the pool. Hell yeah. I'm there. Yeah. Tish wanted to do (laughs) just go back up to the room, drink by herself, doing everything. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm there. Yep. I'm so there. Who called? Oh, it was Gail. Because I just have a quote that I just saw. It said, listen to me, you little Muppet. And it was Gail talking. (laughs) (laughs) I also liked Heretta's quote when she saw Kevin Hart dancing. And she went, well, that was masculine. In the beginning of the movie. I I just like how she, she just goes... It ain't nothing I haven't seen, but much larger. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a question. Do you think Loretta and Eddie have another fling? Uncle Eddie and Loretta? Absolutely. I feel like he's probably a good lover. I don't think they get together, but I think they go at it. I think Loretta likes to have a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. She's a Jezebel. <laughs> Don't let her look at, look at you like that, James. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Do we think uh, this was just as good as the first one? Well, I think mm. that's getting into martini glass well, territory. We're getting so there anyway. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a three and a half on this. I think I did a four for the other one. So I don't think it was as good, even though I feel like I laughed more during this. It's only because you um, paid closer attention. It's quite possible. <laughs> um, 
I think that just because we got the feeling that all these couples were going to stay together, there was no real question about any of that. There wasn't as much tension. And some of the stuff was cliched, like everything that usually happens in Vegas, gambling, strip clubs happened in this movie. So I give it a 3.5, but please watch it. Like all the critics shit on this movie and said, don't watch it. Watch it. Oh, yeah, they shit on this. I didn't notice that. I mean, I agree with you in terms of, you know, like we all know that they're going to stay together pretty much. They're already together. But there is something to be said for these characters coming together for a second movie. And you're just excited to see the dynamic again between those characters. And it's mm-hmm. fun. So I give it a four. Um, because you're right. There isn't that build up. There isn't that same level of, uh, what am I trying to say? Like there isn't that same level of like, just tension. Yeah. Will they, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Um, but really funny, really good movies. Great. Some great montages, the music video, the strip club scene, the makeover, great stuff. I agree with everybody that it's still really good, but it's just like lower stakes because it's not like everybody's already together. And so I'm going four out of five, mostly because there's less ROM, more calm, more calm in the second one. Cause yeah, they definitely capitalized on Kevin Hart. Like I was, one. I was they so did. more in like vested in all of the relationships they didn't really focus too much on our favorite couple with Dominic. And I never still remember her name. Lauren. Lauren. Um, but like they were kind of not as like they were the central characters we thought to the first one. And they're kind of not that important to the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still really liked it. It's still really funny and, and, and a good movie. And it's a good ensemble cast. And everybody's just great. And I really enjoyed it. But it's just not as like great because we gave I gave the first one a five out of five because so it was I. like one of our favorite rom coms we'd seen so far out of this whole thing. Yeah, because it really not even focused, on the list, guys. Really focused on all of the relationships a lot more, and like you said, you're worried about oh my god, are they going to get together? Is she going to leave him for the dude with the fancy job and car, like all that stuff and mm-hmm. everything else. The, I mean, the only real t- tension in this movie was that Horetta was still being a Horetta. Yeah, you really thought she should have learned her lesson in the first one. Yeah, I, that was kind of, that like, we'll do it at the very end, but that also kind of should be an unbelievability. They're like, she seemed okay with her, and then you get all the way up to their wedding day, and then she goes back to her old ways. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's lower yeah. stakes, because you know, even though there's this wedding drama, like... Mike and Candace are still going to be together. For sure. Yep. So please rate, review, subscribe. Remember, if anything takes less than a minute, you should just do it right then. So don't put it off. Click those five stars. That's right. Because it doesn't even take a minute. It takes a second because it's just a tap your finger on the five star. The fifth star. So do Instant it. Instant gratification for everyone involved, guys. Including us. Like drinking a Ooh, sweet, sweet baby. bev.
that's not this Bev because it did not go well. Nope, this cherry flavor taste just sticks with you. I think I hate Luxardo and I never want to drink it again. It's on the Duly list. Duly fucking noted. With Uzo. No, Uzo. What? I thought Uzo was what you hated. We hated Absinthe. Uh, you hated Which is Uzo in disguise. Yeah, Which you... is Uzo, but plus $50. <laughs> I still think Uzo's on the don't drink list. And so is Campari and wh- what else? Mezcal. Yeah, Mezcal's bad. Yeah. We don't have a refined palate. No, we just want light, refreshing drinks that taste good. Yeah, we like what we like. Just like our movies, light and refreshing. We don't want suicide or domestic abuse or... Uzo's the suicide of of alcohol. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't think... So much snot come out of my nose on that one. Uh, I was just looking at our list and, you know, thinking of what doesn't make a good rom-com. Well, speaking of, our next one will be Philadelphia Story, right? Yes. So Boo, Philadelphia sucks. Pittsburgh for life. Oh, oh, that's a bit extreme. Nope. I agree with James on this one. Absolutely not, especially if you're talking about hockey. It's damn right. So I, I'm I, I don't care. I'm fine. Just be nice and I'll be nice. Go throw no. batteries at Santa, Philadelphia people. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. That was not cool. That's right. You're wrong, Allison. Wear your fucking mask. Then you can be nice to people. Yes, that's true. Wear a mask. <laughs> just just wear a mask, guys. I know they make you break out. And they make you hot and sweaty and uncomfortable. But I'll tell you what's really nice about masks. And this is a positive. You Oh, let's see if it matches mine. You can make whatever face or mouth, whatever you want at somebody who's making you angry and they can't see it. But you just have to be real careful not to actually say it out loud. <laughs> you can mouth fuck as much as you want underneath that mask. Oh, and yeah. Not know. It's that's like the really great thing about wearing masks and no makeup because why you don't need it. You're beautiful. Just like you are. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Follow us on Instagram. Toasty romcoms. Follow us on Twitter. A toast to romcoms. Email us at toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Tell us about your Horetta stories. Do you have any bad in-laws? Ooh, that's a fun question. That is a fun question. Tell us about your mean in-laws stories. and We we'll, would love to read that. We'll read loud. it at the end of our show because that sounds great. Do you have any Vegas stories? The anonymous Vegas stories. Send them in. True confessions at toasttoromcoms at gmail.com just toasttoromcoms at gmail.com that's what she said oh I, I have a hard time with the ats because everything's so ats ats and hashtags man I'm not built for it no we're old <laughs> so until next time watch 
Philadelphia story. It's an oldie but a goodie. Never seen it. You'll like it. Probably. Until then, watch up. Drink up. And cheers. Cheers.